0: entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the business builder show. Here's Marty Wolf. Welcome to the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf, the show for entrepreneurs, business owners, and business leaders. I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builder Show, and along with my executive producer, DC Taylor, we will be your guides on this learning journey. Let me tell you my super objective in being with you today. I want to enthusiastically share stories and information to inspire leaders that you, by the way, so you... Can inspire others My guest with me today via Skype Like the rest of the world is via Skype Zoom or Teams or whatever Is John Gronsky. Hi John, welcome to the Business Builder Show
1: Hey Marty, it's great to be with you Thank you for uh, hosting this
0: This is uh, great i uh, put in a disclaimer I've known John for a long time So he's a friend and he's connected to, very connected to my friend, uh, my cousin, I should say, Ed Wolf. So we'll give a shout out to, our, to my cousin and your friend, Eddie Wolf, right, John? Uh, I love Eddie. Yeah, thank you for uh, mentioning Eddie. He's a great guy. Yeah. So a brief intro because it will all reveal itself as we go through this discussion. John L. Gronsky, Major General, United States Army, retired, is CEO and founder of Leader Grove, LLC. John is the author of The Ride of Our Lives, Lessons on Life, Leadership, and Love, and John is a much sought-after speaker and leadership seminar facilitator. So, John, maybe in the past you were on site, I suppose, like the, the rest of the world, you're doing some of your work uh, virtually. Is that accurate?
1: That That is absolutely accurate. As a matter of fact, I've got two uh, uh, virtual speaking engagements this week. Uh, Tomorrow, I'm going to be speaking to uh, a, a women's soccer team. Uh, again, their, their season is scheduled to start up. You know, that's a fall sport. But uh, I, I was actually scheduled <laughs> to do a face-to-face uh, event with them about two weeks ago. Uh, but because of everything that's going on with the coronavirus, I'm actually going to be doing a virtual talk to them tomorrow. And then Friday, uh, I think this is really uh, uh, exciting. I'm going to be speaking to about 1,000 high school students from a a local high school in the Lebanon, Pennsylvania area. And uh, I'll be doing four different presentations over the course of uh, the morning and early afternoon, uh, talking to those students about ways they could succeed, uh, you know, in their life as a student, and then in the next uh, phase of their life once they graduate from high school.
0: Well, that's fantastic. Um, I'm glad you're doing that. I'm sure you have wonderful lessons to share. At the beginning, I said John L. Gronsky, Major General, of the United States Army, retired. So, John, how long did you serve in the military?
1: Yeah, I served just over forty years. I got my commission in 1978, and I just retired this this uh, uh, last year, June of 2019.
0: Hmm. So long time i'm sure there's all kinds of highlights good and bad i'm sure but why don't you um kind of give us some highlights if you will that's unfair to ask of you but some things that you served in europe you've served literally all over the world why don't you talk to us a little bit about that
1: yeah like i say, i got my commission in, in 78 i went on active duty for four years uh, left active duty at fort lewis washington and uh, then came back to Pennsylvania. I joined the Pennsylvania National Guard, and then over the last you know 40 years of my of my army career, I I spent a combination on active duty and in the Pennsylvania National Guard. Uh, some some key uh, and interesting assignments. Uh, in the year 2000, I spent a year in the country of Lithuania, a former Soviet republic, uh, and I helped the Lithuanians learn how the United States military. Uh, operated uh, and, and Lithuania is right now just one of our strongest and most loyal NATO allies. Uh, mm. And then in uh, in 2005, I commanded a, a brigade in Ramadi, Iraq. Uh, that, that was a one-year deployment there. Very uh, violent, very chaotic uh, uh, area uh, in 2005 and 2006. And uh, had the honor of of commanding uh, five thousand soldiers and marines as we fought against the insurgents there in 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 Iraq. And then, after that, uh, had the uh, uh, again, the honor of of commanding in the uh, the twenty eighth infantry Division. I was the commanding general of the twenty eighth for just over three years, fifteen thousand national guardsmen spread across the state of Pennsylvania, and actually, uh, also had some units in, in other neighboring states. And then I finished my career from 2016 to 2019 as one of the deputy commanding generals at U.S. Army Europe. So I was headquartered in Wiesbaden, Germany. Uh, had the opportunity to visit uh, at least 40 countries uh, while I was over there in my role as one of the, the deputy commanding generals. Uh, you know, Visiting our, our soldiers as they were training over there. Uh, visiting soldiers uh, from from our NATO allies, and then also engaging uh, some of the um, military leaders and and government leaders from from the the countries that we work with over in Europe. So it was it was a fantastic career. Our our soldiers uh, are, are 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 something that our American people obviously are proud of, and, and they should be because we just have such such great men and women sit, serving in our military. We could be very proud of them.
0: So you have tremendous lessons that you've learned over there that you're now transitioning and you now have your own company, a consulting and training company called leadergrove.com. Is that correct? Leadergrove.com.
1: That's exactly right. Yes.
0: So people can go there and and learn more about you there. We'll refer to that as we speak, but uh, I'm, I'm am really interested in hearing uh, when you returned home in uh, 2019, right? You, you returned home yeah. and if I'm correct, one of the first things you did was write a book called The Ride of Our Lives, Lessons on Life, Leadership, Leadership, and Love by John Gronsky. And on the cover, I have the book. It looks like that's some time ago, John. You got a beard and you're, you got your wife. And I think in the back, there's a little wagon behind yeah. you. So yeah. you got to tell me about this. What? As soon as you come home, you write this book. Tell me about it.
1: Yeah, you know, you know, Marty. After serving over forty years in the army, uh, the book I decided to write is is a book about a cross country bicycle trip I took back in nineteen eighty three with my wife, Bertie, and our fifteen month old son, Stephen. Now, anybody who bikes, you know, across the United States is seen as a uh, unusual person, but um, cycling across the country with a 15-month-old child is even <laughs> more unique. So uh, it, it was, you know, as the subtitle implies, we learned many lessons about life, leadership, and love. You could imagine, uh, you know, a, a, a young married couple. We were only married, you know, a, around three years at that point in time. And uh, we figured on, on a trip like that, where you're spending uh, three months on the road, cycling over 4,000 miles, a uh, two-man backpacking tent, two sleeping bags, and a and a 15-month-old baby to take care of. You're either going to end the marriage when we end <laughs> the trip, or else, you know, Bertie and I, thankfully, we've been married for 39 years now.
0: Uh, folks, I highly recommend the book, The Ride of Our Lives. Lessons on life, leadership, and love by John Gronsky. You can find that at Amazon and I believe in Barnes and Noble, just about any place that I guess everything else is online now. So, you know, certainly look that up the ride of our lives, John Gronsky. So John, here it is, April, 2020. And as we all know, the world has been disrupted by the COVID-19 pandemic. So I'm listening to your career and the length of service, uh, I'm sure during that career in the military, you often had to face adversity. So here we are in the middle of this pandemic. Um, talk to me about some lessons that you learned that maybe we can apply today in our world. So give me some thoughts. Give me some ideas.
1: Yeah, you know, that, that that's a great question. As, as, and, and and we all know, you know, there, there are a lot of people uh, suffering in this difficult time. You know, health wise, uh, you know, financially, uh, j- emotionally, uh, there, there's a lot to be anxious about, and, 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 th- and that's normal. First of all, being anxious in a situation like this is a perfectly normal response to what, what we're dealing with here. But I found uh, that uh, when, when you're in a difficult situation, you really have to go on the offensive. Uh, you know, when you face a setback, you got two options. You could either lie down and and kind of, you know, lie down in defeat, or else you could move forward uh, in an offensive uh, manner. And and I uh, I learned even even being over in, in Iraq in that very tough situation, uh, you need to find ways to take control of your situation. You can't let the situation take take control of, over you. You also uh, you know have to have the courage. To make decisions with less than, you know, one hundred percent of the information, or you know, mm. encouraged to make decisions with less than, uh, you know, perfect information. Uh, mm. You know, Col- Colin Powell, um, you know, famously said that, you know, you've got to be prepared to make decisions with between forty percent and seventy percent of of information available. So you've mm. you've got to get comfortable with that in these uncomfortable times
0: yeah I could see where we some of us could get stuck over analyzing everything instead yeah. of you know, focus on what you can do something about. That's a simple way to say that. But yes, it takes courage. Yes, you might have to get up. Um, but uh, what a great time to uh, to learn and to go to leadergrove.com and learn more about John. If you're an organization, get a boost to your organization and, and have him uh, join you virtually. Um, here's the thing that's been on my mind. I want, I want feedback from you. How important is it, John, that we look beyond the headlines, uh, you know, where we're seeing today? We're inundated with uh, political folks, uh, health care folks. And I guess you were saying that a minute or two ago. But how important is we can we can we look past the headlines that we're experiencing today?
1: Well, I think what we need to do is, um, you know, as leaders, uh, whether we lead our family or whether we lead a a business or or whatever organization we lead, we need to be able, I like to say, look beyond the headlights. Uh, Mm. That's what people expect of a leader. We have to, uh, you know, look into the future as best we could. Mm -hmm. I think if you listen to any expert today, they tell you uh, we're not going to be going back to 2019 when this pandemic is over. You know, things are going to change. The world's going to change. The way we do business is going to change. So you've got to be able to to, um, you know, use your creativity, use your imagination and determine how things might change and then start setting conditions now so you could be, you know, part of the change. So you could drive change. And that's exactly what leaders are supposed to do. Leaders are supposed to drive change. Yeah. Uh-huh. One, one other thing I just want to say, Marty, if sure, I may, sure, sure. is um, really important as we are coming. And I'm not saying we're near the end of this because I don't know. I'm not a medical professional, but we are going to come uh, to the end of this at some point. And we're already you know, there's already talk about opening up our economy, which I, I, I very uh, I, I very much hope hope happens soon. But, you know, we've got to be prepared to conduct what we used to call in the Army an after action review. And that's really, you know, taking a look at, hey, what did we do well? You know, what what do we need to improve upon? And what lessons did we learn? And I'm talking about this in terms of whatever organization we lead. We need to do that at our organizational level because all organizations have been learning lessons from this pandemic. And then the tricky part is once you uh, identify what those lessons are, apply those lessons as you move forward and that's the tricky part
0: so you describe it as look beyond the headlights yes so i like that so the headlights can be blinding sometimes but you've gotta look beyond that see what's beyond all that i like that i i I got that in my brain as soon as you said that i I really like that yeah i'm gonna i'm going to read a proverb that we're both fond of and i want you to kind of go a little deeper on this so it's an african proverb that i know we're both very fond of it says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Does that really apply to today? Also, uh, yes, uh, a- a- absolutely. Um, you know, I-, I
1: think we've we've got to uh, look uh, at 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 our team. You know, and and our team could mean various different things. It could be our our uh, trusted advisors that we have in our life. It could be our leadership team at the organizations that we lead and, uh, you know, get, you know, talk to some thought leaders, talk to some people you, you respect and see what they're thinking. And then just mm-hmm. take all of this information. And in. the other proverb that I like is Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen, And, and that, and that basically says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And that also speaks of doing things together, how we gain strength from other people around us and how, how other people gain strength from us. So mm-hmm. I, I absolutely think this this is the time when we all have to work together and 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 move forward as a team, for sure.
0: John, I listened to another podcast that you did and the discussion was around transition, transitioning from the military to civilian life. And one of the things you said was, um, when I was in the military, you certainly had initiative, but you, your team was around you. You had a uh, wise counsel surrounding you in the military. When you left that and went into the, quote unquote, civilian life, you had to kind of network and create your own team. Am I, am I saying that accurately?
1: Yeah, that, that's exactly right. You know, for somebody like me who transitioned out of the military and I, I didn't go and seek a job with a large company where I would, again, have that that ready made team around me, you know, work uh, developing my own uh, leadership consulting firm. You know, I had to go out and find uh, people who I could consider to be part of my um, group of trusted advisors. I like I like to use that term, trusted advisors. So, you know, I could. um uh, you know, kind of pick their brain, get them to give me some some feedback, uh, get some counsel from them and, uh, you know, be mentored uh, from them, because that's the thing about mentorship. You know, a lot of people think of mentorship and and it's kind of like a an an older person or a more experienced person mentoring somebody less experienced. But I think mentorship is 360 degrees. Mm -hmm. I think no matter how much experience you have, you could gain mentorship from somebody you know, uh, much, uh, less experienced than you are or younger than you are, because there's everybody on that team knows something a little bit different. Everybody's had a little bit different experience that you could learn from and you could grow from. So yes, developing that network, uh, especially when you're starting your own company, uh, is is extremely important.
0: Yes, very much so. So, if we go to leadergrove.com, which is John's website, you're going to see when you go there. It says, we grow leaders. We believe leaders are grown, not built. Go a little deeper on that for me, John. What do you mean by that?
1: Yeah. You know, I, like, we, we talked about me being in the military for over 40 years, you know, commanding at the two-star level where I, I, I was in charge of 15,000 soldiers. But I still uh, view myself as a student of leadership. I still want to become a better leader, uh, and and I believe nobody, uh, no matter what leadership position you're in, what leadership experience you're, experience you've had, has has reached the the top level of whatever you could learn in terms of developing to be a leader. So I, I think, uh, and the reason the company is called Leader Grove is you could kind of uh, use as an analogy a grove of trees. And that grove of trees uh, y- either grows or else they die. And, and then that's how mm. I think uh, we mm. should look at life in terms of learning. You know, uh, we should continue to learn as much as we could until that final day comes for us. And, and I think anybody who who stops learning ahead of time, whether they're still breathing and they still have brain function or not, I think I think essentially you're dead if, if you've
0: decided to stop learning. Wow. I love that. So I am speaking with John L. Gronsky, G-R-O-N-S-K-I, John Gronsky. His site is leadergrove.com. John, we need to wrap up, but I want to give the last minute or two or whatever to you. What haven't I asked you or, or, or something that you'd like to share with our business audience to kind of wrap up the discussion? Yeah.
1: And, and again, as you said, Marty, it's, you know, April, 2020, we're right in the middle of this coronavirus crisis. There are a lot of people struggling out there. And uh, I, I think it's essential that we, we think about, you know, one of the important aspects of being a leader is, and that's overcoming adversity, you know, whatever organization we lead at some point in time, we're going to face adversity. Certainly right now, we're facing adversity and, and three quick points. Uh, when when i talk about uh, you know being resilient uh, you know one of the elements of being resilient is having that positive energy you know being an optimist uh you know believing that there's hope uh, the second part is being fit and yeah i'm talking about physically fit but also spiritual fitness emotional fitness mental fitness and that makes us a more rounded person and then the last part of resiliency is is that overcoming adversity and that's the ability to you know, not let setbacks get you down, but, you know, fight through challenges, fight through obstacles, Uh, you know, find a way to keep moving forward no matter what the challenge is. And and I think that that's just a a great thought for everybody while we're in the midst of this challenge called COVID-19. So that I think that would be an important message for people to think on.
0: So if your organization needs a boost, you want to go to leadergrove.com. Connect with John. There's all kinds of information there. Connect with him there. You can find him on LinkedIn also. And I want to uh, also remind you folks to get the book. It's terrific. The Ride of Our Lives. Lessons on Life, Leadership, and Love by John Gronsky. So, John, thank you so much for being part of the Business Builders Show. Thank you, Marty. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf.